Afterwards, the first hadith continues. Then her husband Abu Ma'bad had arrived bringing these weak, feeble goats, meaning his flock. But they were so weak, the hadith says that they were actually dragging their feet along. يَسُوقُ أَعْنُزًا عِجَافًا Feeble goats. يَتَسَاوَكْنَ هُزَّلًا They were actually dragging their feet along. So she, he asked his wife when he had arrived, مِنْ أَيْنَ لَكِ هَذَا Where did the milk come from? And the goat that I left behind is totally barren. خِيَالٌ And it is unridden upon. So it cannot give milk anyway. وَلَا حَلُوبَ فِي الْبَيْتِ There wasn't any other means of milk. So she said, no, let me explain to you my husband. By Allah, إِلَّا أَنَّهُ مَرَّ بِنَا رَجُلٌ مُبَارَكٌ إِلَّا أَنَّهُ مَرَّ بِنَا رَجُلٌ مُبَارَكٌ بَرْكَتْ وَالَا آغَيَا بَرْكَتْ وَالَا آغَيَا The man of Barakat passed away. The man of Barakat passed away. My respected mother and father and brother and sister, you and I want this barakat, bring Allah's deen into the home. Bring Habibullah sallallahu alayhi wa sunnat into the home. And now she started, you know, enthusiastically expressing to her husband who had come, who had come. So he said, express more to me. Sifihi li, describe him to me, O Ummu Ma'bad. She said, Ra'itu rajulan, I saw such a man, rajulan. When this tanween comes, it comes for glory and greatness. Rajulan, greatness, such a man. His beauty and brightness was clearly expressed and exposed, unhidden at all, completely evident. Wada'a. Wada'a means pure and bright, like the word we use all the time, wudu. Wudu means to shine. Because one's iman becomes enlightened, one's nur increases and is enhanced through wudu. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to keep wudu all the time. Tawadda also means to brighten oneself. And through wudu, we enlighten and brighten ourselves. Ablajal waj. She says, his face was bright and radiant. Hasan al-khuluq. His character was impeccable. Lam tu'ibhu thujla. وَلَا تُزْرِيهِ صُعْلَ Fujla did not diminish him. Tajila means a belly. Habibullah didn't have a bulging belly. Su'la and su'la, it means a small head. And it can also mean baldness. He wasn't bald, nor was his head small. His head was perfect. Wasimun, she says, he was handsome. So handsome, Qasimun, Qasum al-wajhu Qasama. His head was so, he, he was so beautiful. Wasim means beautiful in general on a whole. And Qasim means his every limb was impeccable. His eyebrows were arched. His voice was manly. Wafisotihi sahal. And his head had, a, and his neck had a luster. Fi'unuqihi sata. In his head there was a luster. And a radiance and a glow emanating from his neck. Like in the other hadith described by Hind anha, she says that his beautiful neck, Hind anhu, 
a sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the son of Khadija radiyallahu anha, he describes Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam's neck to be as smooth and as silver as the neck of a statue. وَفِي لِحْيَتِهِ كَثَاثَ And his dari was thick. Azaj, Akran. Sallallahu eyebrows were arched. Azaj, Akran. And they were connected. But in the hadith of Hind radiallahu the son of Khadija radiallahu who grew up in front of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa who spent more time in Rasulullah's company and saw him all the time, he says that there was a separation between eyebrows. It says, غَيْرُ قَرَنٍ There was a gap between the eyebrows. Ya Akran, it was connected. So obviously that one would be more accurate as far as this because he spent more time in Rasulullah's company and grew up in front of Habibullah وسلم, that's a beautiful hadith to learn and refer to because that hadith is studied and shared with the ummah by the grandchildren of Rasulullah who eagerly went to Hind عنه, requesting him please teach us the description of Rasulullah outer, inner, his akhlaq and character his treatment of those around him and they learnt it and memorized it and shared it with the Ummah, meaning the grandchildren of Rasulullah sallallahu So this hadith says his eyelash, his eyebrows were connected, but actually they were separated. In, and there was a vein in that hadith. There was a vein between the eyebrows, the, the eye, uh, eyebrows of Rasulullah sallallahu that became prominent when Rasulullah sallallahu became upset about anything that displeased Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In samata fa'alihi al-waqal, if he remained silent or enveloped him, he was in, overwhelmed with awe and glory and reverence. Wa in takallam, and when he started speaking, sama wa'alahu al-baha, he flowed, he flowed with clarity, like as though he was climbing clearly, wa'alahu al-baha, and he was overwhelmed with brilliance, and magnificence. She says, Ajmalun Nas. He was just the most beautiful and the most handsome. And he was the most brilliant and radiant and glorious from a distance also. And when you got to know him and spoke to him, He was the sweetest and the most wonderful even when associating with him, meaning his greatness did not distance him from anyone. His words and his discussions were polite, entertaining, sweet. His words were clear. Nazar is insignificant or trivial. Nabi Sallallahu words were not trivial or insignificant. Nor was were his discussions of idle talk or something wasteful or just to prattle and babble away. But his words were clear and beneficial. So beneficial and so clear, so captivating, so inspirational. Both reports, his words were like the pearls of a necklace pouring down one after the other, glittering, shining, and continuous, and clear. 
but from everyone around him. He was the brightest of all his associates and companions. And clearly, he was the most beautiful and most advanced in value and greatness.